0: Okay, just Colleen and I today, Sean is... I forget where Sean is, but Sean is not here. He is somewhere. <laughs> but he is, he, is, he is not here, which is an improvement from last week, because last week, y'all had a meeting without me, because I, I was on solo dad duty, and so then I did solo podcasts. So we're, we're plus one from where we were last week. Yes. So how's it been going?
1: Good. So, Aaron. I listened,
0: Uh Uh (laughs) so
1: I listened to your podcast with Greg.
0: Oh, really? Greg Skirman? Yes. Tell me.
1: I would like to know more about you, because I don't
0: really like... (laughs) It's a broad, I'm I'm open book, so tell me.
1: (laughs) I feel like, you know... I'm listening to this podcast and you're like, Yeah, I just spent a couple hours and I wrote this thing that like makes your lambdas magically go to the cloud and I solve the world's problems. And you know, I just did that in my afternoon. So well, I realized very generous. <laughs> it was a really great podcast. I really enjoyed uh, listening I'm to good. it. Oh good. Even though I don't know what inertia or any of that stuff really is. Sure. Can you tell me more about you and your I background? Can. I
0: would really <laughs> yeah. like to know. I can. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of that, like, okay, so I, I'm an accountant. Right, right.
1: That's what I thought.
0: CPA. Yep. Graduated from Texas A&M um, with a master's in accounting. Went to Ernst & Young. Spent one year as a tax accountant at a okay. big four accounting firm. So I did, I, I, like, did the whole thing. Um, here, here in Dallas and after a year, so while I was there, I was watching, um, the people ahead of me, like your most recent software social episode, you said you were looking at the people ahead of you and they were all depressed and miserable,
1: right? I did say that. Yes.
0: (laughs) So I was watching the people ahead of me and thinking kind of, kind of the same deal. There's nowhere I want to go. Like all of, all of those jobs, I don't want any of them. And then the thing that really set me off—not set me off, but caused me to leave—was I watched a fourth year. So in in it, like in accounting and consulting, it's really like class driven. Like your start class is, you know, the 2012 start class or whatever, because they just bring in a ton of people right out of school. Okay, so you kind of start with a cohort, and so I was watching this guy ahead of me who was just so smart, he was a great accountant, and he was really nice and you know, as far as we go, he was cool um, and I watched him get passed over for a promotion because he wasn't in the right class year, right so there was this uh, there was this manager job open, and manager jobs usually go to fifth years, and he was a fourth year, and he really deserved to be moved up because he was a genius and he was the best in his class and he got passed over because he was a fourth year. And I realized, okay, like it's not about how good you are. It's about like how long you stay and all they care about is class year and you move up as a cohort and it gets smaller and smaller until they promote partners at the very end. Okay. And I wanted to get ahead by working really hard and being the best. Right. And I saw somebody above me working really hard and being the best, and just getting totally passed over, and it didn't matter at all. So I left. Um, after so a, I, year. after, after only a year. After a year. Okay. One year. Yeah. I started okay. doing while I was still there, nights and weekends. I started doing um, like contract software development on the side, which I learned to program when I was. It's like super young, like 10, 11, 12. And it was just always a hobby for me. And so I just picked up some clients, started to do it on the side, was still living at home. I lived at home for like six months out of college until I moved in to a house with a friend. So I had like zero cost of living. Right. Then me and a friend moved into this dumpy house. So I had like zero cost of living again. (laughs) And so I'm working two jobs, making all this money, not spending any of it, like eating Whataburger and living in... Basically a, a shack. And <laughs> so then I'd quit my accounting job and okay. never looked back. I did a couple of startups. I did a couple freelance, like worked at a couple startups, did a lot of freelance, worked in for a California company for a while while living in Dallas. So I would fly to California for two weeks a month and be at home for two weeks a month. And that was insane and mm-hmm. something you would only do at, you know, 23 years old. Right. Because it was a lot I lived in a hotel room for two weeks every month. Um, so yeah, I've kind of done a ton of stuff, and you know how like for Hammerstone, I'm doing like six different things at once. Right. That's that's, it basically been my whole life. And so with the sidecar thing, it's like, oh okay, I've done a bunch of lambda stuff before. Mm -hmm. because at one point I had a product that would take an RSS feed from a podcast and turn it into video and publish it to YouTube. And like that never, it never got off the ground. Mike and I kind of worked on it together, but I, it never got off the ground, but I have all this knowledge in my head of like how to run lambdas, like at scale to generate, hour and a half long videos. Right. And so then when something like when something like um, sidecar comes along, I'm like, Oh, I remember, I remember some of that Lambda stuff and I can pull all of these little bits together. And so it seems like, I think from the outside, it seems like, Oh man, he's inventing stuff from whole cloth. And really I'm not, I'm inventing stuff from bits and pieces of my memory and, you know, dead code on, my hard drive. And I think for me, I've been toiling away for like a long, long time. Um, just kind of in obscurity. And now that I'm like starting to do stuff more in public, people are like, Oh wow. He's an overnight success. He came out of nowhere. It's like, no, I've been working on stuff for a thousand years and just none of it's ever really worked. And so now I'm able to kind of like pull it all together and be like, Hey, Hey, look at this thing I did in two months that took me 10 years to do. Right. Does that make sense?
1: Oh, yeah. That's very like James Clear Atomic Habits, right? Like you... What is it? Overnight success takes like 10 years. Ten years? And then yeah, exactly. One, one day kind of thing. Yeah, that makes total sense. So those jobs you had after you left the accounting firm, were mm-hmm. any of those like kind of traditional W-2 full-time or were you always contract?
0: The only thing... I was contract until okay. um I decided that I was going to get married. And okay. so when I met Jennifer and was like I think I think I'm going to propose. I started looking for full-time jobs just cuz like for me it's easy to you know live with my best friend and you know some third roommate and eat pepperoni for dinner, but it's like once I get married I feel like I should be a little bit more stable. And so I got a full-time job with a startup here in Dallas. Um, And that was wild because I didn't have any, um, I guess any pedigree or any credentials really. Right. But at that point I had been blogging and tweeting and talking about stuff that I was building. And so they didn't like, they didn't even like really look at my resume. They like looked at my blog and were like, hey, do you want to, you know, like, do you want to talk? We have job openings. It's like, yeah, that sounds Is great. Is this
1: the company you're still with today?
0: No. So okay. today I'm with, um, so I went from that company was called track. it was a startup, uh, a travel startup here in Dallas. Um, okay. and I loved working for them, but it was startup. And so it was like, are they going to, are they going to raise money? Or are they not? Right. And I'll get, so I, so I left. Um, yeah. And from there, I went to Veronis. So I worked at Veronis for like a year and a half or two, and it was amazing and I loved it. And I did the data analyst stuff. So it was like not really programming, but kind of programming, plus a lot of Excel, plus a lot of like data cleaning to figure out where all of our leads were coming from. And then, well, so while I was at Veronis, Um, my sister-in-law reached out to me, Jennifer's sister reached out to me and was like, hey, I work at this property tax company and they're growing and they're barely holding it together. They were like (laughs) staying up till two in the morning, filling out PDF forms and like stamping letters. They had so many clients that they couldn't invoice them all because they were creating invoices manually. And so they reached the point where it was like, we, we can't, we can't invoice everybody. We're, we don't have enough t- There's not enough time in the world to invoice everyone with our current system. And so she reached out to me and was like, Hey, you do computers, right? Do you, can you help them? <laughs> and so my first, my first like thing that I did with them was I wrote a bunch of Google app scripts, um, to automate, like take the process they were doing currently and just automate it. So like it ran and that way it could run overnight and it could run a lot faster. And so I generated, you know, these many, many thousands of PDFs for them. And then they would, you know, send them out to their clients and get paid. And at some point after like doing, you know, four or five, six of these projects to help them like automate things that they were already doing, but not really invent anything new. They're like, Hey, do you want to come like be our everything technology at the company? And it was like, you know, eight or ten people. I was like, I don't think so. I don't I have a great job right now. I'm about to move to France for three year or three months. So Jennifer and I went to France for three months and just kind of lived over there. Yeah. Because we were (laughs) both remote. We're we were both remote (laughs) and had no kids. And it was like, Do you want to go to France? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And so I told him, I'm about to, you know, move to France for three months. You don't want to hire me right now. And they're like, Oh no, we already heard about that. That's great. We just want you to come in-house and build our CRM. And I was like, okay. uh seems exciting. Seems like a lot of potential growth opportunities. And so that's where I am now is still at the property tax firm. And at some point while I was there, it started by these three best friends, these guys who are like one year older than me. And this is the only job they've ever had is working for themselves. And so they they don't really have a ton of like, what do other companies look like experience. And so at some point they were like, Hey, there are three of us and you can't really have three people steering a ship um, because employees don't know who to come to. And one will tell them something and the other will tell them something contradictory. And so they're like, what if we put you in charge of all of the people as well as the technology? And then you report to us, And that way employees have like one face and one boss basically. And so a couple of years ago, they put me in charge of people as well as technology. And so that's kind of what I do now is I split my time between the COO side of like managing. Now we have like, I don't know, we have like 20, 25 people, something like that. So managing them. And then we have two extra developers and I still do some code. And so the three of us, write our software together so that's who you partnered with that's that's who you're that's who you're in business well with. i was
1: listening to i listened to both your podcasts last last week so the art the one with greg about sidecar and then the solo one you did and it occurred to me that like i don't really know anything about you so. <laughs> I made some good life decisions based on very little information. Well,
0: hopefully you still feel good about it.
1: (laughs) So what, so in terms of like the indie building, like building Hammerstone and building out products, Mm -hmm. I understand, of course, how you got started with it. But what Mm -hmm. are your goals?
0: Mm. Colleen, my goals are to be happy. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um. So, I think my goals. I think my uh, so my near term goals are. I would like to cut my time at work. Okay. At, at, at Resolute. Um, yeah. Cut it to three days a week, mm-hmm. and keep. My healthcare. Healthcare is a big deal to me. My wife doesn't work outside the house. We have two kids. I have type one diabetes. We need like we need real healthcare. Yeah. Um, so ideally I think I would cut my day job down to three days a week and in that process lose the management of people responsibility. Gotcha. So I can't I can't go to three days a week and look employees in the eye and say, I'm still your boss. Like the the boss needs to be there. Um and so, ideally, I'd cut it to three days a week, manage technology only, and me and the other developers would build stuff. I would keep healthcare, you know, have some kind of pay cut or whatever. Right. The other two days, I would work on Hammerstone stuff and, you know, anything else, you know, goof off, hang out with my kids, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, and this is not news. The CEO already knows this, so I'm not, you know, I'm not surprising him. He actually came to me and was like, hey do you want to be the CEO someday? And I said, I really don't like, I just don't have a desire to do that. And which felt weird and wrong to me. Um, but then I think long term, it would be work on products strictly. Um, yeah. You know, Sean has talked about how he has this desire to like, he's talked publicly about, um, this desire to like have this, this company and like, manage employees and like do things differently, like do things that he thinks need to be done in the world in terms of helping people grow and have a company. And I think I'm closer to what Adam Wavin has said, where he's like, I just want to hang out with my friends and make cool stuff. Like he just (laughs) like Adam Wavin just wants to jam with his friends in the garage. Like he just wants to set up a jam space and like hang. I think that's more where I am. Like, I just want to build really cool stuff and have fun with my friends. So Sean, Sean can manage things. I can just hang out and jam and then you can do everything else.
1: (laughs) That's awesome.
0: What do you, uh, do you want to jam or do you want to like be a company builder or what's your,
1: I don't know. I think it's, it's hard to see. I mean, I, through all these phases of my growth. It's hard to see the next step until you're actually approaching the next step, mm-hmm. right? I'm a big believer in like you said, I mean, right? What ultimately the goal is to be happy. Mm-hmm. And and so I'm a big believer in reevaluating to make sure you are still on the path you thought you wanted to be on. So I don't know. Like I also I'm with Sean in that part of my vision is building a company of non-assholes. Yay! (laughs) Like I've I've had so many right. (laughs) Good start. I've had so many bad work environments that you know providing like just building that kind of company is Mm -hmm. really important to me. But who you know I don't I don't have a lot of specificity in terms of what that looks like. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So I don't know. I think it depends on you know, how fast we grow and, and how quickly we want to grow and yeah. and all those things. Um,
0: it's, it's hard to see that far out.
1: Yeah, totally. Right. Like, like especially now.
0: <laughs> yeah, especially. Yeah. Especially now when almost every possibility is still on the table. Like we haven't gone down hardly any roads that eliminate any other roads. And so yeah. all paths are available to us still. And that. That's difficult. That's why I look, you know, a couple of years out and, or, you know, maybe a year out or two and it's, I'm three days a week. That's a, that's about as far as I've gotten is I'd like to cut back at work someday.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think my more immediate goal would be after this year. So summer of 2022, mm-hmm. I don't have to work for anyone else again, ever. I mean that's Love the that. goal, right? That
0: would, that would be amazing.
1: <laughs> I don't know if it's realistic or not, but I think it that's, is. That's kind of that's kind of the goal. Like I, uh, like my shorter term goal. Mm-hmm. I mean that's a year, so we'll see.
0: I think that's realistic because well, one, I think we're going to start making um, product money pretty soon so we're making consulting money and it's all going to you i think soon we'll start making product money Mm -hmm. and especially within the next year we should have both of them launched and i think i you know i won't speak for sean i think you'll be probably the first and only to be full full full-time hammerstone for a while
1: yeah yeah we'll see but i i mean you know and and part of that offering could be like if the product isn't bringing in enough money we could do productized consulting that helps us continue to grow kind of like what i'm doing now almost that helps us improve the product it's good for everyone but um yeah
0: yeah and if i'm i don't know if i'm if i have the time and i could do like um basically productized consulting but like the integrations so you you buy the thing and then you get you know, three days of pairing to do the integrations. I was actually thinking about this the other day, um, like getting refine and integrated into people's apps. I think a great, a great offering there is a full day of pairing or two days of pairing or whatever. And that's different. That's different than us. Like working on your app alone for two days, because With the day or two of pairing, you don't have the day or two or three or five of getting the environment, their environment set up on your computer, which is a living nightmare. Right. Right. So if you're like, hey, we'll do a pairing, then their environment's already set up and you're just there working in their system.
1: That's a a great idea. And it helps us develop relationships, which is going to help when we talk about word of mouth. Like, I really like that idea.
0: Yeah. And that cuts out a lot. The, the worst part that you're dealing with is like yeah. environment. Like getting the environment set up is not a trivial thing,
1: right? So yeah, I, I would. I would
0: like to explore that. That I think, and I think it would be a lot of fun just to. Like I think.
1: It'd be, well, I think. I mean, jam, I think both of us, you know? right? Like you're jam in the garage, right? <laughs> exactly. Like, let's just hang out and do some programming. I think that's a great idea. I really like that idea.
0: So, and I think we'll have to do it in the beginning. Um, not have to, I think it would be really good to do it in the beginning to just kind of watch people's experience and see where they get tripped up. Um, Well, it's
1: customer development, right? It's like a customer interview kind of.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we'll do that. And hopefully that'll, you know, bring in some money. I think if somebody's going to integrate this into their app, they'd be willing to, to spend a little extra to like get it done almost immediately. Um so
1: yeah yeah that's
0: the plan yeah we'll see we've got what it's the 22nd we've got a couple weeks until laravel stuff should be done um and i watched the video that sean sent us it looks like the front end is amazing awesome
1: yeah all of
0: that all of that um focus trapping and tabbing and aria roles that just seems miserable. I'm so glad he's he's doing that and not me.
1: (laughs) It's so funny you say that because I, when we started this project, you know, what, a year ago now, Mm -hmm. our responsibilities were really split. And Mm -hmm. so now I have to take over all the front end stuff. And I'm just like, I should have paid closer attention. (laughs) Like, oh, man.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that stuff... Oh, man! That stuff looks brutal, but yeah that I think that's where he i think that's where he he's he is just so technical on the front end and he is so good at it and so I'm glad that he's like picking it back up and we're moving again. He was gone for so long with the hot wire stuff, yeah, okay, so what else do you want to know anything else or you want to tell me about the client i've you know I've got two brothers and a sister got two oh. parents yeah.
1: <laughs> wow yeah I what didn't else know that. does yeah, everyone live go. in dallas
0: uh no actually one brother lives in dallas one lives in galveston and the sister lives in the woodlands which is houston Oh,
1: but you're all there yeah i used to live in houston i think i told you that oh
0: yeah
1: um but you're all there in texas
0: yep my parents do live in dallas so they've been okay. coming over all day since the babies awesome. have been born which <laughs> oh it's amazing yes
1: that's amazing
0: it's just so helpful
1: good yeah cool so work is good oh i upgraded my my os that's my big news i have this okay. like, really complicated set i have two computers i don't know if anyone else does this or if i'm just weird so i have two computers i have my computer which is my primary wear computer and then my backup computer what? and so yeah so okay so that is why weird. yeah well here's the thing if i can't work i don't get paid Right? So,
0: yeah, that's true. Like, for
1: example, my primary computer, the battery is dead. It's a laptop, but the battery is dead. So, it always has to be plugged in. And I took it to the Apple store, and they were like, oh, we can get it back to you in seven to 10 days. And I'm like, no. "No." No. So, my backup computer, I let my husband use because I'm kind like that. Mm. (laughs) So, my backup computer is my husband's computer, but he doesn't really need a computer because he doesn't really compute things. And so, Imagine.
0: Imagine <laughs> not needing a, <laughs> needing a computer. That's crazy. <laughs>
1: it's so weird, right? It's <laughs> the weirdest Wait, you don't thing. Live That's, we- That's
0: weirder the- <laughs> than a backup computer. That's insane.
1: Anyway, so every time I have to upgrade something, it's this whole song and dance. Like I do a complete dump of my primary computer. I then load up the backup computer. I then upgrade the backup computer to the primary OS, Start. then I switch them out. And so then, so now I'm on the backup computer with the new OS. Today is my trial day. So I see if it works all day before I then upgrade the primary computer. I'm weird. Anyway, that's, so today- that's,
0: that's wacky, yeah.
1: Right? But, th- but if you yeah. think about it, it's a perfect fallback system because perfect. the backup computer-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, pump the brakes a little bit, yeah. <laughs>
1: The backup computer, right, has a full image, and then my primary computer I don't touch. Then the backup computer gets upgraded. And so then if I have a problem with the new OS, which I always have a problem with the new OS. Yeah, like, do course. It's always something that's like really annoying. So if I have a problem with the new OS, and I'm working on something time-sensitive, which it feels like I'm always working on something time-sensitive, I can just go back to the primary computer, which is still on the old OS, and that's more information than anyone wanted to know about how I upgrade
0: my computer. I think the lesson we learned here is you need to buy a new primary computer <laughs> that has a functioning battery.
1: Yes, right. So now that I have solved this problem, because I'm doing a lot of traveling the next two months. Mm-hmm. Now, so today I'm using the backup computer, which now has the new OS and the image of the old computer. And so far, so good. So that's exciting.
0: You're going, uh, where are you going first? Where's the first... You're going to some retreat first, with, with first Michelle is, and somebody else.
1: Yeah, that's at the end of October. Um, that's, oh, that's Founders okay, Summit. Okay, so that's last. Yeah. Okay. So that's after our retreat. So our retreat's October early, and then that's two weeks mm-hmm. later. Um, and that's Founder Summit.
0: What so, is that one? Who runs that?
1: Calm Company Fund, which used to be... Oh, cool. what's cool. Ernest Capital? To, yeah, it's Ernest yeah. Capital um, Calm Company Fund now. So it should be really cool. I mean, it has a lot it's they keep the attendance really low, and mm-hmm. it's more of an unconference. like there are no speakers. Oh, there are cool. somewhat curated workshops, I think, but the idea is just to meet other people who are founding companies in the space. Great, yeah. And it seems like like I'm in their slack now, so it seems like most of these people have very successful companies mm-hmm. and so it'll be it'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to it, though.
0: Okay, so I think everybody's going to be wondering. Are you you don't have any investment connection with Calm Company, right? Or I Calm do not. Fund, or whatever it is. Okay, so you are just going you are just going as an attendee, I guess.
1: Correct. Right. So,
0: simple file upload is not backed by no. Calm Company. Okay,
1: <laughs> no, it could be. No, that's crazy. <laughs> I guess not. No, that's um, totally reasonable. Nope, nope. So, I am just going because Michelle is an investor. So she Got it. is an investor, okay. and she's a mentor. So, um, I wanted to go, so I asked her if she was going, and then and then that's kind of how that started. So we're going to
0: great. Go. Yeah, that's gonna be fun.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. I'm just excited to see people again. I'm so much better in real life than I am virtually. Like, just so much better. <laughs> I'm just yep, weird on whatever. The internet. Whatever. I don't.
0: <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs>
1: I just, I can't figure it out. I don't know. And I get so much more energy from yeah, being with people, right? Like yeah. I have a friend and by friend, I mean random guy on Twitter that lives in San Diego that I now work with once a week because I'm that person okay. who just shows yeah. up. He's like, you want to come to my co working space? I was like, yes. And I'm going to come every week until you tell me to stop coming.
0: Yeah, That's a good, that's a great quality. We like to have people who are joiners. So that's great.
1: But my new friend, like, just spending a day with someone else in the self-funded business space once mm-hmm. a week, it's like an incredible energy burst for me. Like, I don't know. I like people in is, real
0: life. Is Andrew anywhere nearby you?
1: No, he's in LA, which is okay. apparently s- kind of super far away.
0: Okay. That's too bad. Yeah. because You want to you talk about energy supernova, the two of you together? I know,
1: right? <laughs> that would... We're yeah. like... Bruh. Real excited. That would be
0: cataclysmic, yeah. Real excited. Y'all get amped. We do, we do. Um, so, yeah. So what's going on, client world? Anything interesting?
1: Nothing super exciting. I think, maybe I didn't mention it. So I've been doing a lot of the front end stuff. And okay. all of this work is leading up to the nested filters, which we talked about a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: I have not implemented the nested filters yet. Because I kind of want to get some of these little onesie twosies, sure. annoyances done, like out of the way. And it's been really good because there are things that, generally speaking, aren't that hard to implement, like inline errors on the form. Mm-hmm. But we're using turbo frames and... So it's been good. I haven't used TurboFrames before. So it's been really a good way for me to get like kind of a gentle introduction instead of like Mm -hmm. you have to implement this all from scratch. It's like it's mostly done. Like it mostly works. You just need one or two little um, little things to make it a little more user friendly. So that's been good. So I've pretty much been for the past two weeks like doing all this like little front end stuff um, like the apply button was waiting for a form submit. So it just stuff that's not interesting to anyone, but the user, and that's important. Is it,
0: is it feeling better? Like the when you're driving it around, does it feel more user-friendly and you're liking it? I
1: think we're getting there. Um, there's still some, I mean, the TurboFrame stuff, like there's just still some stuff that's a little wonky. And Sean and I did like a couple hours of pairing and... We made some progress, but there's just some stuff that's weird. But that's like a turbo frame thing. Mm-hmm. It's not a hammerstone thing. So yeah. It's getting there. But I think I told you I was having some trouble. I guess this was, I talked to you two weeks ago. So all of the recursive querying stuff, yeah. I, was, I was running into an issue there. So I fixed that. So that was really exciting. So now the five levels deep, should we want to do that, can be done. So that's good. Great. Yeah. Yeah, Uh,
0: Two seconds, what was the problem?
1: Oh, it was I don't even remember. Had something to do with with applying the pending relationship subqueries. Like Mm -hmm. one of the like when you popped off the last Mm -hmm. the last one, it wasn't properly popping off. Like it wasn't properly popping off the pending relationship subquery array. So then when you sent it into the subset method, you had this extra like hanging data. Piece
0: hanging, uh, Chad.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't know if you were old enough to say you'd get the hanging. Barely, records, right? You're barely sixth old. grade. Yeah, I almost said hanging, Chad, and yeah. I stopped because I was like, I don't know if Aaron's going to get that. Yep. So cool. So, I'm yeah. glad you got
0: it. That's great.
1: Yeah, it was good. It was um like I said, it was just something that I think it was. I think you were doing like a Laravel has like an array. It wasn't array pop. I don't remember the details, but whatever it was in Laravel was modifying. The pending relationship uh, sub query data structure in Rails, as you recall, we don't often yep. modify, modify in
0: place in, you in copy, place that yeah.
1: way. So yeah. and I had missed that. And curiously, it only revealed itself when you had these like nested children at different levels. Mm-hmm. And although we have an incredible test suite, we hadn't tested this particular weird case where you have a has right. many through and like it was like three belongs to and a has many through and a belongs to and so we hadn't tested that complicated of a relationship so it was making it through like three belongs twos mm-hmm. then it was hitting the has many through and it was exploding man so yeah, I
0: freaking love. I love that it's crap. Cool,
1: right, like you're like yes, let's talk about this. Yeah,
0: that's all Super I to cool. do. Super
1: cool. So it was something along those lines, like that. That's kind of what happened. So that was a good find because yeah. now, you know, we can we can handle infinite depth, which yeah. as it was designed to do. But my cool. focus is the front end stuff, which I'll probably finish next week. And then it'll be. I got the mockups for what they want the filter within a filter to look like. So then it'll be trying to implement that, which will be which will be kind of fun and interesting. Mm -hmm. And then we'll go from there and see where we are.
0: Man, this is so awesome! Yeah, it's really cool. I'm so pumped about all of this. I mean, just the fact that you're spending all day, every day, working on this and thinking about this. Isn't it? We're we're getting so far
1: time is such a luxury right like it is such a luxury to not feel like to not feel to feel like you can do something right and you can take the time and you can like fully understand the problem instead of when you're just trying to get something out as quickly as possible it feels awesome
0: yeah got it totally rules cool i love that that's an exciting update that makes me so happy, <clears throat> and then our retreat is soon, right It's like two October weeks or something oh,
1: and we got to set up a meeting for next week so we can knock some of this stuff out before we meet in person
0: that's right. I talked to my attorney friend and he said he doesn't feel comfortable doing it, which i that was what I led with he said i that 's not my area of expertise, and i wouldn't do it for people i don't know, and so he's going to refer me to someone who does do operating agreements here in Texas. And so I'll get a name or a couple of names, hopefully from him. And then the three of us need to work through Dahlia's LLC questionnaire that should okay. surface all of, all of the difficult questions.
1: Right. Yep.
0: So we'll do that next week. So we have that knocked out before. We yeah. Waste, I think we want to get waste time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The retreat time is very limited. So I think we need to be focused while we're there
0: yeah i agree um speaking of retreat time are we going to prepare a group presentation and if so do we need do we need to work on that
1: yes and yes i'd say yes and yes i think it's important i mean one of the things i think that will be beneficial is having really really given it some thought like we've been running it a million miles an hour since i've joined Mm -hmm. you guys it feels like right everything happened so quickly and now things are happening quickly and it's really awesome but i don't know if we've taken a step back to like look at exactly where we are and what our goals are and how we want to achieve those goals so i personally think that's a good use of time and i also think we should do it before the retreat again so we're not figuring it out while we're there which i think is a total waste of our time like yes okay we need to utilize the people that are there
0: great Okay, we should do that next week too then because we Mm -hmm. should give the other people at least the opportunity to review our materials before we show up. I think so. Okay. All right, let's chat. Um, Let's Slack and see when Sean has some time or all three of us have some time to do that.
1: Perfect.
0: Next week, one week from yesterday, I'm doing my first live stream, live coding
1: I know, which is terrifying. I'm excited, terrifying. For, you. I'm excited <laughs> gonna, for you. It's so great.
0: I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm super nervous about it. Um, I think it's pretty low key. The guy running it, Frake, said it's like between 10 and 40 minutes, so it doesn't sound like I've got to hit a certain time, like on the button. Otherwise, it's going to be weird. So I can just kind of like, you know, do whatever I'm going to do and stop when it's over. So that's helpful. I don't have to like rush to finish or stretch it out if I'm going short, but yeah, it's the Laravel worldwide meetup. So it's meetup.laravel.com Um, and I'll be demoing sidecar. Um, so I'll be Very not only live coding, but live deploying to AWS and hoping everything works on stream. Awesome. So yeah, I'm super pumped. So that's next week. And then other stuff on, my side, um, God, I've gotten some really good and helpful feedback on Torchlight. Um, a lot of people are using it and coming back and saying, like, hey, I'd love to implement a copy code button. Like, have you thought about doing that? And so, like, you know, they want their code example and then they want a button that's like copy, just like GitHub has. Um, oh, yeah. And so I'm adding that in so that there's a clean set of code that is hidden that they can copy from. Um, some people have had really good ideas on like how to integrate it into emails, that kind of stuff. Um, so it's fun because it's, it's like it's out there and it's moving. And while it's in progress, like I'm picking up more and more, you know, ideas and use cases and, That's one of those things that I've learned is like motion begets motion and like progress begets progress. And like the hardest thing is to be stationary and like come up with ideas about what you're going to build. Like that's super hard. Once you're moving, you can spot ideas all day, every single day, which is also hard because you're like, well, damn, now I've got 50 ideas and I can't build them all at once. Yes. Um, but being in motion with Torchlight has been a lot of fun because like people are just giving me incredible ideas. People are putting in great open source work. There's a, um, I don't want to talk about it too much cause I haven't finished it yet, but there's a guy who's done some incredible work in combining the Laravel and symphony packages so that both communities can use them. And he's just like, Spend a bunch of time on it and then sent it to me and was like, here, what do you think? You don't have to use it. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, this is amazing. How did you like do all of this? So, that's been wonderful and I'm pumped about that. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Huh. I'm, I'm super pleased with how that's turning out. Um, I'm trying to think.
1: That's, oh, I had a,
0: my first viral tweet. You did? The robots. Oh, yeah. the robot. The yes. robots. The robots. Yeah, that was crazy. So I did a tweet thread about building some handwriting robots and put it out there for the lulls. And I got like 800 retweets.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: And then I put it, I had maybe four or 500, and then I put it on Hacker News as a show HN because I was just like, give me more pain. And and they delivered. They freaking hated it because it was marketing. They thought it was the worst thing in the world. Somebody called me like Moloch, but I don't really know what that is. I think it's a literary character. Um, yeah, I don't know what that is. But yeah, it was great. I went from like 2,200 followers to 2,900. So Wow. That's wild. If they're looking for more robot content, they'll be disappointed. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a wild weekend. Um, a lot of fun though. Yeah. So just trying to catch up to you and Sean. I think you're at like 35 and Sean's at like 45 or something. Yeah, I don't know. Something like that. Jim's just the weakest link here.
1: <laughs>
0: um, okay, I think that's it. Do you have anything else we need to talk about today?
1: Nope, that's all I got.
0: Okay, well, we'll talk to you later.